0: I'm starting to realize how conditioned we are into believing how limited we are. And as you start peeling those layers away, and you break through those beliefs, those self-limiting thoughts and emotions, on the other side of that is where the miraculous happens. I think this is a time in history where it's not enough to know. And because of technology, we have access to so much content. And information creates awareness. And awareness is consciousness. And in an age of information, ignorance is a choice. There's an energetic change, I think, that's taking place in the world right now, where people are so informed that old models, old paradigms are beginning to break down, mm-hmm. whether it's the medical model, the religious model, the educational model, journalism, the economy, you know, uh, politics, it's all beginning to come to the surface because something else has to come out. And 10 years ago, information was the thing that stimulated thought, stimulated new ideas. and. And as we learn new things, we make new connections in our brains. So as we begin to add new stitches into that three-dimensional tapestry in our mind, we're beginning to cause our mind to function in new ways. But the key then is to apply it. You just gotta understand the formula. And just like any skill or anything you learn, you gotta go from thinking to doing to being. You gotta take knowledge, you create the experience, and if you keep doing it over and over again, you start getting a skill, or you start getting wise about how to do it. And you, you know that you know how to do it. In the last 10 years, we have assembled a scientific team. And let's see if you can really make significant brain changes. I, I don't want those changes to just be in your mind. I want them to be in your brain. I wanna be able to see before and after pictures to say, That person has a significant change after a traumatic brain injury or anxiety or depression or a cyclic mood disorder or a stroke we want to see that there's been significant change at the same time let's measure your brain in real time and let's look to see what that transformation process looks like we gained so much knowledge about what that transformational process looks like in other words I can tell you without a doubt that if you're analyzing your life right now within some disturbing emotion, that 100% of the time you're going to make your brain worse. If you're stuck in an emotion and you're thinking within that emotional state, in other words, you can't think greater than how you feel, that means then you were thinking in the past because those emotions are a residue of the past. So we see people in the the process of change that are analyzing in, in duality or polarity. That kind of drives the brain into higher states of arousal and, and further away from true change. So we did a, we've did. we done thousands and thousands and thousands of brain scans, and, and we now know that there's a formula to create greater brain coherence, greater brain efficiency, to make your brain work better. And when your brain works better, you work better. At the same time, it requires a clear intention and an elevated emotion to begin to change your energy and to change your life and nobody changes until they change their energy right so then how do you get a person out of resentment frustration into joy and freedom if why would they feel grateful or joyful or free if the experience hasn't happened so most people are spending the majority of their life waiting for something out there to take away their emptiness or pain or the resentment in here well If they're they're waiting their whole life in separation or lack, then, and, and we create reality, then the lack is driving certain thoughts, which is creating more separation and more lack. So teaching people then to begin to condition their body emotionally before the evidence takes place in their life is breaking a significant habit. So instead of living by cause and effect, now we're beginning to cause and effect. So the moment you start feeling whole and grateful, we now know your healing will begin at that moment. The moment you start feeling worthy and abundant, your wealth is coming. You know, you're generating a certain amount of energy, a certain amount of wealth. And so let's stop telling the story of your past and let's start telling the story of your future. And, and people who aren't defined by a vision of the future, for the most part, are left with memories of the past. And your brain is a record of the past. It's an artifact of everything you've learned and experienced at this moment. So most people wake up in the morning and, they start thinking about their problems and those problems are memories that are tattooed in the brain that are associated with certain people and things at certain times and places so the moment the person wakes up clean slate they start thinking about the problems they're thinking in the past if you believe your thoughts have something to do with your destiny well it's a possibility that your past is going to be your future every one of those problems has an emotion associated with it so then the moment you start recalling the problem you start feeling unhappy now your body's in the past, because thoughts are the language of the brain and feelings are the language of the body. And how you think and how you feel creates a state of being. So people reaffirm their identity based on the past, right? And it turns out that the redundancy of doing that, conditioning only requires, it requires an image and an emotion. And most people are unconsciously conditioning their body into the familiar past, into the known. So now if you're in the familiar past and in the known, you're gonna crave the predictable future, right? That's the known as well. And there's only Mm. one place where the unknown exists and that's the eternal present moment. That's Mm. the sweet spot of the generous present moment. So you gotta gotta labor to get that person beyond the emotions that keep them tacked or anchored to the past. And yes, it takes an effort to do that. But if you keep working with the formula, you'll reach that elegant moment where there's a liberation of energy. And now your body as the unconscious mind the objective mind is not believing it's living in the same past experience 24 hours a day because you're liberating the body from that emotional state so you ask the person why are you so unhappy why are you so frustrated why are you so resentful the moment you ask that their brain is going to associate that emotion to a past event that's because they have nothing to look forward to in their future so if you're not being defined by a vision of the future It just means to me that you're more in love with your past than you are with the future. So how do you teach people to believe in a future that they can't see or experience with their senses yet, but they've thought about enough times in their mind that their brain has literally changed to look like the event has already occurred? The latest research in neuroscience says that's absolutely possible. Mm. We know that. And how do you teach a person to select a new possibility in their future? and begin to emotionally embrace that future before it's made manifest to such a degree that their body as their unconscious mind is believing it's living in that future reality in the present moment and they're signaling new genes and new ways ahead of the environment Now, to their body begins to change to look like the event has already occurred. We've proven. So your body is believing it's living in that future reality in the present moment. Now, think about this. The stronger the emotion you feel from some condition in your life, the more altered you feel inside of you, the more you narrow your focus on the cause and the brain freezes an image and takes a snapshot. And that memory now is embossed in the brain. It's branded in there. So then people think neurologically within the circuits of those past experiences and they feel chemically within the boundaries of those emotions and The stronger the betrayal the stronger the trauma the more the body's living in the past right, right. so yeah. then so how to reverse that so now If you truly got passionate about a future we've all done this You get a wild idea in your mind and you start holding on to that vision and you're preoccupied with it all of a sudden the thought in your mind becomes the experience and you start feeling the the energy of the future. Now, the stronger the emotion you feel from that vision, the more you're gonna pay attention to the picture in your mind and now you're remembering your future. And vice versa, the stronger you pay attention to the feeling of the past pain, you're gonna create the pain in this moment. Exactly, so then it requires a coherent brain and we now know that there's a formula for that and we've got beautiful research to show that people can do it, they just have to practice. And it requires a coherent heart. It just requires getting still, closing your eyes, putting your attention on your heart, changing your breath, so that you move into the present moment. And when you slow your breathing down, you slow your brain waves down. When you slow your brain waves down, now you're accessing your autonomic nervous system. So then you train a person how to open their heart and feel an elevated emotion. And it takes a little practice. And just like a flower that, takes time to bloom, trading the resentment, the frustration or the impatience for gratitude, appreciation, and thankfulness, and you keep at it, there'll come a moment where that system switches on, and now you're feeling grateful for no reason at all. In four days, we now know that you can change your genetic destiny if you just practice the inner work. See people with stage four cancer, with Parkinson's disease, with myasthenia gravis, with with lupus, with MS, with uh, brain injuries, Uh, with rare genetic disorders, with uh, vertigo, uh, tinnitus, uh, uh, kidney failure, all kinds of health conditions come to a week-long event, and then at the end of that event, they make significant strides in getting beyond the emotions of the past. Now think about this. The science says that the environment signals the gene, it's epigenetics. The end product of an experience in the environment is an emotion. So as long as you're living by the same emotion every single day, you're signaling the same gene in the same way. And if that gene is related to a survival emotion, a stress hormone, then you're down-regulating the gene and you're creating disease. So when the person trades that emotion and really breaks free from the chains of their past, and now they're feeling an elevated emotion, well now they're dialing down the gene for MS mm-hmm. and they're up-regulating the gene for health and balance. And so. The person will say to them, where's the disease? Well, I'm not the same person. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not the and, and the side effect of that is a transformation in healing. So the funny thing about it is the person who has the healing is not talking about the healing. What they're talking about is how amazing they feel. The problem is is the moment you start feeling emptiness or lack, your brain is going to start to look for something outside of you to take it away. The problem is, is that normally the stimulation that's created from those outer things uh, give the body a rush, and so the receptor sites in the cells recalibrate, so you need more the next time to turn it on.